did, did I tell you guys about about um, where's my son? Uh, I think so. By you, okay. by your son. Yeah. <laughs> like how it's a thing with you and your son, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've told us before. Yeah, you can tell yeah. it again. It's been a bit. Yeah, it's it's. Nah, nah. nah. I just thought of it right now because because it's, it's ransom. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the audience will never. They'll never know. Go back and listen beautiful. to our entire back catalog to find Ricardo's <laughs> to find story it. about just, him and his son and why they have a thing yeah, related go, go, to the movie Ransom. Yeah, go go listen to our entire back catalog, just like uh, that one listener has been doing and keeping a recap on what scores we've been giving. Oh, um, yeah. You know what? We finally have a crazy viewer who is willing to do that because I remember like thinking that it would be nice to have something like that happening. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure I said it in an episode at some point. Yeah. But I just um, we give finally up. have the guy. So <laughs> thanks, guy. <laughs> well, I just, uh, just want to give a quick shout out to Johnny. Uh, I don't want to say his last name because I don't want to dox him, but thanks, Johnny. <laughs> let's, call, let's call him Johnny Mnemonic. Sure. Yes, Johnny Mnemonic. He is keeping track of every score we ever gave Damn, an episode dude. as if that matters at all. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I would love yeah. to just see a statistical analysis at some point of just how wildly inconsistent we are. Having gone through 18 episodes so far, he has. What do you think? our current highest rated episode is which one a con- a collectively or separately collectively because he's, he's sorting it by the average hmm. oh. overall um. it, yeah it kind of surprised me slightly but also made sense the sex planet one it's a sexy uh. one it is a sexy one mm. uh the one where they all lost their memories but not the personalities i forgot which no one no that. not that oh one. the one That's- where deanna was like mind raped <laughs> No, that's not her favorite one. No, <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was like, I don't, it was a good episode. I don't mean like, oh uh, yeah, like subject matter. Yeah, I'm great. trying to remember which ones we like unanimous, unanimously um, all went like, yeah, that's a great one. Well, it's a bit of a stretch. So I'll just say it uh, right now. It's the perfect mate. The one with oh, Funky Johnson. Okay. You know what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> no, actually, that yeah. does make sense. So I'm like a little surprised, but also I'm like, that makes sense though. We all liked it. Uh, surprisingly. Uh, yeah. So, you know. But hey, everybody, welcome to our Christmas slash holiday episode of Newbie Star Trek. Uh, much like Happy last year. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Hello. Much Hello. like last year, it's a little different in that we're just going to field some some stuff from the crowd. Uh, but this time, instead of letters, we're gonna, we did an AMA. Because we Talk figured- to the audience. Oh, God, this is always death. <laughs> Uh, we figured it, this would be a good way to get some more pointed questions across because sometimes, you know, letters have a lot of stuff and then sometimes they want to ask a question at the end. We just don't have time. So let's just make it all questions, right? So, Where have we gotten these questions from? We got them from our YouTube community post. And to be frank, we weighted the questions in favor of our YouTube members, YouTube channel members. And uh, yeah, if you wanted to join our channel where you get access to perks like that, I guess, where we randomly decide to do a cool thing. <laughs> or, you know, we also release episodes early. We have debatably ad-free cool. <laughs> we have ad free versions of the podcast. And we're planning to add more things in the new year uh, as we get things set up. Uh, the, I really need to get a crack on in that discord and finally get that going. But, you know, uh, th- that that kind of stuff, you can just... Uh, you could click the join button below if you're on YouTube or if you're elsewhere, you could just look in the podcast description and there'll be a link where you can just click join for some reason, because Apple's dicks. Uh, if you're on the YouTube app on an Apple device, the join button will not be there because Apple demands a cut of the, of the join because it's considered a transaction. 
So you may not see the button, but you could still click the link in our description. So that's how that works. I'm very sorry. <laughs> uh, oh. Unless yeah. you're like a big name YouTuber. Yeah, unless you're like Linus Tech Tips, where it's just like you're big enough that YouTube's willing to pay for it. Uh, but Oh, yeah. wow. They will selectively go for that? Yes, yeah. they have. Because mm-hmm. okay. some channels, well, he has like 15 million subscribers. Some channels, no, it's, it's they totally just put to the, that- yeah, they put the button there. Some channels have access to crazy tools that we don't like just as a little bit inside baseball youtube doesn't let you replace videos the best you can do is trim something out or blur something or mute it right in the edit which even that has been a massive like step forward based on what youtube is allowed to do versus in the past but some creators allow you to re-upload a video it's crazy because without losing views without losing views wow yeah. that's yeah. crazy uh because that's uh some people some youtubers have that privilege we don't because because by comparison, we're pretty tiny, but we're growing thanks to you guys listening. And we really appreciate it. Don't worry. We'll be the biggest channel ever <laughs> very soon. No. Uh, but, <laughs> but anyway, let's let's get into some of these these questions. huh? Our first question from a channel member, New Rock Jacob. He asks or they ask, I'm assuming uh, they ask. I have the sense that some or all of you have a background in quote unquote, the arts as it relates to literature, theater, film, or television. What are your academic and professional backgrounds and your current occupations? Oh, well, if you don't want to mention your current occupation, uh, for example, I won't because I'm under NDA, so I can't say anything, but I'll, I'll go first and just say, uh, my background's weird. I do technically have a background in film. I graduated, uh, from Cal arts with an MFA in film directing, but before that, my degree was actually in cognitive science at UC San Diego. Nerd. And, uh, <laughs> Nerd. And yeah. uh, I was actually Get out of here, dude. pursuing a career as a, <laughs> as a cognitive science researcher. and uh, Restore more phonemes, nerd. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally why. I, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a paper I wrote about the phonemic restoration effect and how the P300 affects it. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, you know, that's, that's what I, that's my background academically, I guess. And then I made a huge pivot to the film industry for some reason. (laughs) For some reason. (laughs) What about you guys? What are your backgrounds? As if I don't know, but you know. (laughs) Who who wants to go next? I'll go next. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Go Ricardo. Uh, you look, it's so easy to find out who, like our names and what we do. Yeah. You can just Google it, but but it's, I'm just not going to say it out loud because I'm not supposed to. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Because, because of it. Uh, yeah. Whenever you join, I'm just, you probably signed an NDA that that you're forgetting. For projects, but not necessarily. Um, I, mine was a blanket as long as I'm near that building. (laughs) Well, I didn't read it. Um, I, I work for um, yeah in the in the industry I guess you would call it. Don't doesn't everyone in LA? Yeah, yeah, to some capacity. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We're all from LA, by the way. (laughs) I'm not in LA, so I don't work in the industry. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Anyway, I interrupted you, Ricardo. No, that, that was it. That was it. I, <laughs> you're like, that's my hey, whatever you're willing to give. You I, don't have I, to. I, no, what, what else do you want me to give? I, I dropped out of school, college three times. Okay. Uh, um, that's good. I, and, and, you know, those who. So those I'm guessing no student do, loans are you dealing with. I, I mean, I still went to school. <laughs> and I still, oh, no. <laughs> I, I did a certain thing that allowed me to go to school and have no student 
loans. Nice. That sounds really sinister. What do you say? <laughs> no, I, mean, I, mean, <laughs> I did a thing. Like, what uh, exactly? I did. I did. I, I met did, somebody I did in it the, the other alley. way. I did it like I did like a trade thing. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Where I worked, yeah, yeah. and then I and then back I when that used least. to be more of a thing. Now it really isn't. They don't really. Yeah, work do study that. is work study like a major component of. Like, what do you mean work study? Uh, well, like the thing like, you're doing, where where you did, where like as a, as a part of learning the trade, you were sent back to school. Uh, they don't do that that often anymore. Um, no, no, not even that. Like I did something before I went to college that allowed me to make a lot of money yeah, to pay for right. college. Oh, like you saved gotcha. up for college. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So it took me maybe twice as long to get through the, the schooling I did do. <laughs> um, but then I dropped out three times. So that made it feel good. I felt it feels good. It evened out. It evened yeah, out. It feels end, to dude. not have student loans and still be doing mm. okay. I still have student loans. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta not pay those, dude. I'll just stop. <laughs> you paying. gotta not pay yeah, them. What, yeah. are they, what are they gonna do to you? No, what are they gonna do? They'll take everything. Out you? <laughs> no, dude. Was Joe Can't Biden gonna come to your door? What Even if I die, those loans will exist. Because <laughs> that's what this country does. You're not gonna pay that's them. What... <laughs> you just say uh, oh, well, it wasn't me. Yeah. I didn't go to school. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, no, it's another Marvin. Out there, yeah. You got me mixed up. You got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Marvin Gaye, Marvin Gaye. <laughs> yeah, loans. dude. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go. Charge his estate. Yeah, go to his fucking. He'll he, he'll pay it off instantly. Yeah, Don't worry yeah. about. I mean, it. in heaven, wherever he's at, or hell. Yeah, uh, he'll pay them. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. In in the industry, uh, college dropout, and um, you know, I like to party. Yeah, living life. There you go, Dan. My background, as far as the arts goes, is I went to UCSD with Marvin. In fact, that is how we got acquainted with each other. Yeah. And I studied visual arts media with film slash video emphasis is the full title of that (laughs) bachelor's degree (laughs) that I got from there. But I did not go to any more schooling after that. Um, I've worked a couple of sets as a PA that was fun. I've gotten paid once for it. Yeah, um, that's rare. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um yeah, it's uh it, I I I dabbled in the industry, but um my current career has nothing to do with it and I will not mention what that is. Yeah. For reasons. Yeah. Only fans. <laughs> well, that he wants everyone to know. Otherwise, how is he going to grow? <laughs> that's right? true. So, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so. Wow. Um okay. Well, I obviously I'm Sarah. For those, if this happens to be your first episode you're listening to, you shouldn't you shouldn't be randomly. To this. Yeah, you don't even. You no, should go back. If this is the first one. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. You should go back and stop. listen to how many seasons of stuff, and then come back. I let's see. I went to. I did a lot of school. I did a lot of school. A lot of school. I got my undergrad in mass communications, video production, and like filmmaking and things like that. And I also got my undergrad degree in creative writing and majored in English. So I was a double major in my undergrad. And that all happened in Florida. And then I moved out here to go to California Institute of the Arts for um, graduate school. And I Earned my MFA. I almost never hear the full name set out like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, California because, Institute of the Arts. Yeah. Some people don't 
know it by CalArts, also known as CalArts. I've been saying I think most people good. only know it by CalArts. Really? I feel like sometimes I've never, people don't know. Like, I, I had actually forgotten what it's supposed to be called <laughs> for real. Yeah, Cal even Arts. like, especially in the animation industry, no one says California Institute of the Arts. Yeah, that's how I knew about CalArts. California Cal Institute of the Arts. Yeah. In Santa Clarita. Which is, if, for people who don't know, that's like the big actual thing CalArts is known for. Because, uh, you know, Disney, Walt Disney, essentially sort of started CalArts and then regretted it the moment he created it. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah, so it was it. Infamously, <laughs> throughout like the early like, 2010s. Sexual harassment? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, he was hoping to turn it into like a little city. And then who was it? He, who, who was it? Who, Walt Disney. Oh, yeah, Walt Disney. Oh, Disney. so it was really anti-Semitic. Well, that too. And <laughs> but well, then, Disney uh, cut ties with CalArts yeah, a long time yeah. ago. It's so. not, there's no longer any official ties with oh, CalArts. Oh, good, good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I went there to, and I earned my graduate degree in film directing. I got my MFA, and that's where I met Marvin. He was mm-hmm. my classmate, and we made a lot of films together. One of some which of you which, could watch on YouTube right now. Some of which right you now. can find on YouTube right now. You can watch our, you can find those films on FugitiveFrames.com, right? Well, that and um, also, yeah, yeah. Because one of the night's mm-hmm. tour, you can find it at tour. FugitiveFrames.com. Yeah. So I was the producer on that film. Marvin directed and wrote that film. That was a really awesome experience. It's feature length. Go, go check it out. After graduate school, I... Always freelanced and worked on set. Well, during graduate school, I worked on set as a makeup artist and just general on-set ADing and things like that. I got a job in the industry after graduate school as a producer, and I've been doing that ever since. And yeah, it's been it's been great. I've I feel like I've worked on a lot of really cool stuff and I do love the industry. It's fun, but it's hard work. And yeah, um, yeah I mean, everyone here in LA, I feel like works in the industry. It's not that <laughs> exciting, but yeah, it's fun. And it has allowed me to always be watching and analyzing things and working creatively on my own projects and things like that, as well as professionally. So yeah, cool. that's my background. All right. Well, next question then. Uh, also from another channel member, Rphone83. Can we get a Ricardo Captain's recap where he revisits all of his Jean-Luc Picard alternative actor suggestions, plus a special request? More Jason Statham as the transporter impressions, please. I think that's to Dan, because Dan does that sometimes. <laughs> no, I think Ricardo still holds the title for most impressions done. I, I guess that's true. That's They're true. all the same. Because it would always begin with, oh, I, you know. <laughs> oh, I, fuck you, cunt. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's, a, that's the whole thing. <laughs> that's we'll it. Just, that's the bit. Yeah. We um, should just record that. that on our soundboard and just play that randomly every once in a while. Yeah. You know? Oh, I fuck you, mate. <laughs> um, so I have, I don't remember them. Um, and... And uh, you should have because you should have predicted this yeah. <laughs> I, emailer. Okay, so so fi- uh, I'm gonna be full transparent here. Marvin said, "Hey, we're, I'm not gonna tell you the questions for for the for this Q and A thing, this uh, AMA, whatever the fuck it's called." He said, "But but I I will prepare you with one at least." Yeah, because this and, one and you, he, you don't remember yeah. anything, so yeah. you actually and then this. He, he told me like, "Oh, you could prepare with this," and then and then I did I I don't remember, uh, but I did write <laughs> I did write some list the list of names that I would want. So of course, Jason Statham, I remember that one, and I remember yes. JCVD. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, but I wrote a list of captains that I think would be cool, not, mm-hmm. not just replacing Picard, but just captains in general. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a list of like 
a few villains that I, that I could see in a movie or a TV show that's Star Trek related. So here's my list of captains. Mm-hmm. Uh, JCVD, of course. Jason Statham, the best. Absolutely. Uh, Vin Diesel, my joke answer. This is like an aside, like in the in the multiverse of, of Star mm-hmm. Trek. Vin Diesel would be like a really idiot trekking captain. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis, you take too serious, you'd go into space and like train as a captain. Uh, <laughs> Chiwetel Ejiofor, uh, mm. I I could see. Wait, um, uh, he's he's uh, he's in a lot of things, but the things he, I remember him from he's in, he was in he was Serenity in, in the movie. Yes, Serenity. I was about to say Serenity. He's the guy with yeah. the sword in Serenity. Bad guy. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Yeah. And he's also Doctor Strange's rival in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah. Yes, he's the one but who has the vault. One of my boots. favorite roles yeah. he did is is in um, Spike Lee joint uh, Inside Man. He plays right, Denzel's, right. uh Yeah. Like partner, and he's also twelve years so a good. slave. The thing he won an Oscar for, uh, yeah, that's true, so that's true. yeah. <laughs> um, Ed Harris, um, would be oh Ed captain. Harris, mm-hmm. oh um, J.K. Simmons, yes, okay. Sure. Brian Cranston, Brian, Brian Cranston, Cranston. J.K. Yeah. Simmons, Brian Cranston would do well in almost any role. Yeah, Stanley uh, Tucci, maybe. I, I, mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. Though. I'm actually not a big fan of Stanley Tucci. I uh, think he, so. I think he could be a, like a snarky fucking captain. Yeah. Not down with the who, Tucci. Who, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know Mark's, if he'd be a captain for me. Yeah. Definitely a good side character, but I don't know if he'd be. He a could captain. be a Q really easily, but I don't think. Yes, he could. yes. Mark Strong, uh, another captain. Mark Strong. Um, what that, that name doesn't conjure he's, a face. He's in like he's got like him. The, okay, I got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yes, a good yes. British actor. He was Shazam. Um, Shazam, yeah. bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sam Jackson uh, would be a good oh. one. Oh, um, sure. Then okay. Washington would be a really good one, like mm, the card oh, level, easy. like thinker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Jeffrey Wright. He plays Commissioner Gordon in the, in the yes, in the yes, yes. Oh yeah, yeah, he could do it. Jeffrey yeah. Wright is oh man, he's a phenomenal actor in yeah. general. Oh, he would be um, fantastic. I, I, look, I, Viola. Davis. We're just listing our favorite actors. No, I went on a deep deep dive on these like to like, okay, like okay, oh okay, yeah. Okay, right. So Viola Davis, I agree. Uh, with Viola that's Davis. great. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. sure. Uh, Regina King. Yeah, yeah. And then this is uh, this actor. If you guys have seen the new Mission Impossible, he plays a villain, but I think he'd be a good captain. His name is Isai Morales, and he he's like this like uh oh uh, I I know this face. Yes, he's been a he's bunch been of other a bunch things of stuff, too. Yeah, he's yeah, in, yeah, like yeah. La Bamba. He played Richie Valens' brother. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And also, my last two are Gal Garcia Bernal would be a great captain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Demian Bichir, which is he's one of the guys from um the the Tarantino movie, the Western. Uh, where they're mm. all stuck in one place. He's like the Hispanic, mm-hmm. the Mexican guy. Oh, the hateful eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a, a short list for villains: Carrie Washington. I want to see her oh. play like a full-on villain. Oh, Carrie interesting. Washington and Chris Rock. For some reason, I'd want him to play a villain. So. <laughs> Not Will Smith. No. Uh, no. Well, well. Here's the thing about about Chris Rock is that like. I've seen him do like serious stuff and he's like good. I, yeah. I just, no, he, can he just be. hasn't yeah, yeah. done. Yeah. Chris Rock yeah. is an underrated actor for sure. I feel yeah. like every comedian who hasn't had the breakout role is an underrated yeah. like yeah. drama actor. Yeah. You know, every, so, every really good comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause it takes a lot of chops to be on stage to be able to do that live. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you could just focus it slightly differently to drama. And that's almost always how it works to me i think yeah uh, comedians are usually great actors yeah exactly I mean, you you are doing an acting performance too. when you're doing stand-up essentially that's acting so yeah. Yeah. uh yeah that's my list all right thank you our phone 83 uh next norris 5754 another channel member what are some of your favorite albums 
I know one of you mentioned owning a vinyl record player at some point. Well, mm-hmm. Norris, we all own a vinyl player. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm the all least of serious of them all. Yeah. I'll tell you what Multiple. kind of stupid hipsters we are, dude. Yeah. Well, we live in I LA, we work in the industry, and we all own vinyl records. Okay? I, I would say Ricardo is the most... <laughs> <laughs> we're the most stereotypical Los Angeles assholes yeah. in the world. All right. Uh, I would say and we, and we have a fucking podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> and there's Jesus only one girl on it. Fucking Christ. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Uh, we've just filled every fucking stereotype. Uh, I would Jesus. say Ricardo is the, is the most into the vinyl stuff he wears gloves in order I, to access I, his vinyl. i wear gloves when i put on my records and yeah yeah so, it's pretty serious but i, also, I bought I also, a vinyl cleaner that's a yeah. vacuum cleaner so i don't know who <laughs> that, i don't know between yeah. that i don't and know by the way that, by it, the way yeah. i still have and i, I know haven't it I, I haven't washed my records um so it takes fucking forever I know, I know. I, like, <laughs> so so basically like like I, I, there's a big old thing where i have to wash my hands i have to like demagnetize mm. myself <laughs> and, and then i put my gloves on that are demagnetized already <laughs> and then i could and then i could put on the record and then once yeah, that's yeah. done i could i could stop and then i do the whole process again when i turn the record yeah. put it away but what's your favorite albums though like what do what you yeah. i know sarah how, um, instantly has one uh um if i'm doing like a quick quick five uh, I'll go last. I'll go last. I'll go okay. Last. No. Yeah. Ah. No, you already. No, you go first now. You've okay, already. Okay. You've already. Um, yeah. I, I, I lately have been listening to a lot of Nick Cave. So anything mm. Nick Cave. Lately, I, you always listen to a lot of Nick Cave. Yeah, dude. You like Even Nick, Cave, in, Nick Cave in the bad seats, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But lately, like he's been doing like he solo, does solo stuff. stuff. Yeah. I yeah, love Nick so Cave. I basically anything that he does, uh, I'd be into. In Life from Folsom Prison, Johnny Cash is mm-hmm. number one. Um, uh, probably like minor stuff. I don't know. It's hard to pick, but I would probably say something from the national. Okay, I'll be high violet. Uh, I'll go next because I cheated, so everyone else can have some time to think. Oh, damn uh, <laughs> my taste in music is very, very random and varied. So it basically varies like this. So one of my favorite albums of all time, Quality Control by Jurassic Five. But I'm also a big fan of Cake. My favorite album of Cake is Fashion Nugget. Uh, but then I also like The Kinks a lot. My favorite Kinks album is their weird album. Kinks are the Village Green Preservation Society. Uh, I'm a also one. a big fan yeah. of Chaos, the Canadian rapper. But my favorite album of his is Joyful Rebellion. Uh, Chaos, also known as Kevin Brereton, as Dan and I often joke. Kevin. Uh, <laughs> you have to really uh, emphasize that age. Because he does. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, modern stuff. Uh, I like Anamanaguchi a lot. Uh, if you guys been watching Scott Pilgrim like we did, uh, they're all over that show. Uh, no one, no one's watching that show. I watched it. Dan and it I watched it. I liked it. I, I think it's actually one of the best animated shows on Netflix right now. Uh, I liked it less than Marvin, but I still liked it. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite album of theirs is Endless Fantasy. I think that's not a controversial opinion. I think everyone loves that album. Uh, I also like Tom Waits a lot. Uh, Real mm-hmm. Gone is a really good album by Tom Waits. Probably I would only choose that just because I, Hoist That Rag is one of my favorite songs of all time in general. S- similar vein, I like Steely Dan a lot, uh, Asia, but that's like saying you like the downward spiral. You know, it's like mm-hmm. saying it's like the most, most famous album. Uh, Mystery Skulls, Forever, great album. But my favorite album of all time is actually Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys because mm. I just love the musical composition Brian Wilson does in it. But yeah, that's my big, weird, random 
assortment of stuff that doesn't even get into the weird heavy metal and japanese k-pop well, so, I yeah to. and some of it was <laughs> artists and not albums <laughs> yeah yeah Wait, we're yeah, getting pretty true. far away yeah. from albums here that's true that why well, all of those i listed albums for every single one of those artists so hmm. yeah okay so, okay um let's see if i'm if i'm sticking only to my vinyl record collection i'll just do that for simplicity's sake okay um i have a couple of different versions of the bebop ost oh yeah i like to put on um i have a bunch of pillows um happy bvax to stand out Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. because they're my favorite japanese rock band of all time um i have a pretty extensive collection of young bays music the future funk artist um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have a lot of feature funk albums in in general because Neon City Records is like a distributor that like just keeps on cranking them out, and I kept buying them for like two yeah. years. Um, lately, I've been a big fan of Last Dinosaurs, which is kind of like a inspiration band that started in Australia because of the Pillows, or inspired partially by the Pillows. But they're great. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's just like you know, video game remix soundtracks, things like Zelda Lo-Fi and Chill and shit like that. Yeah. But as far as record vinyl players go, I haven't upgraded since the little one that you gifted me, Marvin. <laughs> um, so like, that's the kind that uses one of those red slide-in styluses. Yeah. That, you know, kind of like a Victrola or something of the sort. Well, if you're just having fun with it, that's all you need. Well, uh, exactly. So, yeah. like, I, that's why I got it set up. I got order. in way too deep. I connected it to my, like, 4-1 sound system. And, like, <laughs> yeah. know, I got a diamond needle. Oh, oh, oh. And I should make a point to say that I do, definitely. in fact, have a vinyl rendition of Glenn Miller and his orchestra playing in the <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I do it's fucking funny. have that. It's funny. So, I saw, I saw that on eBay the other day, and I was like, should I pull the trigger on this thing? Do it. Yeah. There's yeah. so many yeah. versions of it. I know. These days, my approach to get like, I, like I used to collect vinyls because they're like, oh, this is my favorite album or favorite artist. I'm going to gather out vinyl. Now, the way I do it is if I'm not like a flea store, flea store, uh, like a flea market, and then mm-hmm. uh, I, I, there's a vinyl area, I just check it out. And whatever I've never seen before, but looks interesting, I will get. Like I stopped like using it as a it. way to like, like, oh, I'm just going to get my favorite thing. And now I just get like whatever is cheap. And it looks interesting. I've never heard it before because I think that's more interesting now. Because now I find myself in a place where I don't listen to vinyls that often. Uh, maybe like once in a blue moon when I'm cooking, but that's about it. So I mean, that's also how you'll discover things that are truly forgotten and unheard now. Because yeah, yeah. All too often, the things that you know, all the music that is available now, most of it is only known by the most popular stuff. Like even the old, like of the old stuff, only the most popular yeah. stuff is remembered. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I love vinyls, and oh gosh, the music question. Let's see. I mean, obviously for me, I'm a. I grew up a big Nine Inch Nails fan. Still are. Um, I still am. Yeah, but you know that's tracing back to early teenagehood. Downward Spiral, The Fragile. Everything, everything by Nine Inch Nails, everything Trent Reznor does. I'm a huge fan of. Pick an album, pick an album. We're doing albums. I fucked up. <laughs> pick an album. <laughs> oh, Downward Spiral, for sure. Yeah, 1994, Downward Spiral, life changing album for me. Um, I also consider myself a really big fan of Opeth uh, and their album Damnation, Ghost Reveries, Blackwater Park. They're Swedish mm-hmm. progressive metal, and they were equally as formative as Nine Inch Nails as well. Um, also a huge um, Jeff Buckley fan, RIP, Sweet Soul, Jeff mm-hmm. Buckley, died too soon. But like 
His album Grace, also released in 1994, very formative for me, along with Nine Schnells. Um, and his voice is unmatched, in my opinion. Let's see. Uh, current day stuff. I really, I love Big Frida mm-hmm. um, from New Orleans. I love bounce music. Uh, Just Be Free, which is a great album by Big Frida. What else? Megan The Stallion. Big Megan The Stallion fan. Love her album, Good News. And yeah, I just, I love Megan. I love... I love what Lana Del Rey too. Um, Who's the? I forget you. You like Casey Musgraves? Yeah, I was about Golden to say Hour. yes, yes. That was yeah, a lot. Casey. I was about Musgraves. to say the Hawaiian Christmas album. Oh I was yeah, like, you listen to that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm uh, be speaking of it. <laughs> uh, the Preservation Hall jazz band albums that oh yeah you know, we've all collected from New Orleans are all pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> the Preservation. Yes, okay, Preservation just in Hall just in general, band. anyone. If you go to New Orleans. Maybe the one thing you must do out of anything in New Orleans is go to Preservation Hall. It's literally not done like that anywhere else in the That's world. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah the Preservation it, Hall is the last place where you'll hear the stereotypical New Orleans jazz that, you know, everyone thinks mm-hmm. of when they think okay. of old New Orleans. I don't think we told you this, Dan. It's the last time we went to Preservation Hall. Mm-hmm. There was off to the special guest area, like this, this like timid looking Japanese guy and his family sitting there. It was like, oh, there's a guest, right? Mm-hmm. Special guest. At the end, the band leader was like, so I want to, I forgot his full name, but his last name is Takuchi, but I don't know his full name. Okay. He's like, we're uh, bringing him up. He's just going to do a little number for us. We were like, oh, cool. And he went to the piano, played the piano by himself. And it started super quiet, super soft. And suddenly it turned into the most intense piece of piano music we have ever heard in our entire lives. Like we almost started crying. And he was playing it so hard, the piano looked like it was going to like get destroyed. The piano was shaking. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty and, insane. And then after he was done, he's like, okay, thank you. And he just ran away. And we're like, who the fuck was that guy? <laughs> a uh, pianist. Uh, so just a, just a random aside. but Well, I remember the time that, uh, that I went with y'all. Um, there was a Japanese trombonist on, on their band that Oh, night. you're right, you're right. And yeah. she was amazing. Yes. So good. Yeah. There's a a big jazz scene in general in Japan. And the jazz scene in Japan is different from the jazz scene in America in that in Japan, they really love technical jazz. So like, so when you have some of them play a preservation hall, you get this fun mix of like feeling based, like jazz musicians combined with super high technical like Japanese musicians and you're like, wow, this is a really interesting mix. That was a great question. Thank you for that question. Yeah, that was really great. Our next question from Indigo.h channel member. What made y'all want to start a podcast series together in the first place? How do you keep it going consistently for as long as you have? I'm going to slightly modify that uh, because this really all started because one day Ricardo asked me to join a podcast. Why did you ask me? (laughs) I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember doing that. I don't remember doing that. It wasn't for, me. For, it was for the film podcast. Oh yeah. You were like, "Do you want to do it?" I was like, "Sure." It, the pandemic started, just like everyone else yeah. in the fucking yeah. world. It was, we like, it, it was a pandemic project. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, well, yeah. The pandemic really encouraged a lot of people to, you know, yeah, just to get try into new something. things and like mm-hmm, w- mm-hmm. a way to connect with each other. And you know, it was a lot of interesting, good things happened out of this weird time in history but so yeah, you're joined well, after the pandemic no no 
No, yeah, it was still mid pandemic. Yeah, like it was mid, still, we were kind of yeah. in it still. We, it was because we, we were we had only reached the end of the second season when Sarah joined, mm. so it was definitely well within the pandemic still. Um, that Sarah joined the podcast. I mean, I can't answer as to why you guys started it because initially it was just the three of you, and then and I we've I think after. we've spoken a couple of times by now on the genesis of like why this podcast concept came to be. Yeah, um, yeah, and um, but. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess the trigger point was Marvin actually getting a taste of recording one then. And we were like, was that oh. before you pitched starting it with me? So, yeah. I mean, it was basically Ricardo asked me to do, jump in on a few episodes of the film podcast. And I was like, sure. And I was like, hmm, I'm curious. How does this work? Because I can't, like, because I was itching to do a creative project for a long time. And the pandemic sort of prevented that. I, I can write, but I have no one to do, produce it with. <laughs> What are you uh, talking sure. about? No, no, because <laughs> no, we weren't allowed to shoot anything in person at the time. <laughs> That's why. So, and also, okay. just generally so speaking, was, writing was requires pause. production in general, yeah. which yeah. you know, like, yeah. it requires production, a lot more than what we all do. All production here. was shut down, and the, the only production that could move forward were the ones that had massive COVID budgets, which we obviously would not have had. Uh, so uh, I was like, "Oh, this sounds cool." Dan and I used to like joke about a Star Trek podcast or some or some sort of reaction thing back in the day because Star Trek's pretty stupid sometimes. So <laughs> you you initially were you were very specific about Star Trek, like you yeah, were, I'd yeah. always wanted to do it for Star Trek because I love Star Trek, but because it's one of those shows that you love a lot, and then the closer you get to it, the more you realize how stupid it is. But that makes you like love it even more because you're like, it's really dumb. Uh, in a really entertaining, fun way. And, I'm not uh, gonna lie. I, I didn't want to do it. Because <laughs> I'd never seen Star Trek. So I, was like, I know, uh, I know. We had to convince you a little bit and, to and, be like... <laughs> and I, like, look, it is true. Some people are like, oh, I'm a Star Wars fan or I'm a Star Trek. It's true. Like, sometimes they don't they don't mingle. And I was a non-mingler. And I was like... I <laughs> never shall the twain touch. Look at all. Oh, they're all wearing the same uniform. They don't... They, they can't have yeah. individual <laughs> thoughts. Oh, it's not <laughs> like Jedi don't all wear the same uniform. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> they wear the same robe, dude. They wear different colors, dude. Well, I always thought it was like a dad thing because my dad's super into Star Trek. So <laughs> that's true. I yeah, your dad loves Star like, Trek. Oh, okay, like this was always like his thing. Like you know, like I never. I was like, oh, it's like a dad parent thing. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't know my biological father, I so I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> and for my part, I just kind of wanted to slowly, like over time, I kind of felt this pressure to know more about Star Trek, just because. I hang out with and participate in too many circles that do know about Star Trek. And I felt yeah. like I was remiss. And now you know, you know now you know what the memes are education. all about. <laughs> exactly. There are so many memes that I did not get. And there are so many other references that I missed. So it's like, you know what? It's a piece of like nineties geek culture that I completely skipped on while it was current. And so it's time to go back and find out what I missed. I think yeah. also a lot of people that I know, Marvin, my dad, Mike, so a lot of my cousins, my uncles, they all viewed Star Trek as a comfort show, like something mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. really returned to. So during the pandemic, when everybody was super stressed, I know a lot of these really important people in my life were turning to and rewatching Star Trek all the time <laughs> just to self-soothe from the horrible state of the world that started in 2020 <laughs> and it was, it was very emotional. It was, it was emo- emotionally soothing for a lot of people. I know it is for my dad and yeah, yeah. my family. Yeah. I think part of why TNG has that staying power is because it feels so different from like our, like modern lives. 
like the way they live. No, is they don't work so for money. Different. What? <laughs> <laughs> so it's very escapist. Yeah, you're not you're not reminded about daily things very Disease often. Disease is cured you in know. just a click. You know, you're you're reminded about weird problems that only they can have <laughs> in their weird well, to, future. To be fair, we were being <laughs> like, if to to go back a bit to the, our earliest seasons of recording this podcast, we were in that time constantly reminded of our situations and our lives at the time because we would see episodes that's where true, that's something true, was true. happening, and they're like, "Where this? Where's their fucking PPE? <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a goddamn what virus kind of, on what, your t- what kind you're of not doctor quarantining shit." is not enforcing any sort of quarantine whatsoever. Yeah. What's going on here? We were, yeah, we were being critical <laughs> out about that. We were being very <laughs> critical about that stuff at the time. And we wouldn't have been so critical if, you know, oh, we wouldn't right. have been bashed an eyelash. Yeah, bad an eyelash. I, I think I still would have been a little bit like, oh, yeah, we would have yeah. said something, but, but it not was as much, really not as real much. at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't even know what the, the, the acronym PPE was, you know, that's yeah. true. I didn't know that's that. absolutely PPE true. Stood for. Absolutely I didn't true. know what that was, but now I we knew use what it, it was. I knew, it, I knew what it was. It was. Oh, put, I didn't know. Put one P in the E and then another one in the <laughs> T. <laughs> I was like, where's your PPE? Come on. <laughs> Up your butt. Uh, but uh, as for exactly. the second part of the question, uh, how do you keep it going consistently for as long as you have? I guess uh, we, we try to like not take it too seriously. I think that's one part of it. Uh, I think we're trying to also like do it in a way that feels sustainable. Like I don't want us to burn out, which is why we take breaks, which is why we also just go, eh, this isn't worth it. Let's not do it. Because I would rather... It lasts longer than burnout fast, you know. I think we we just have fun, and on a, honestly, it helps that everyone Star Trek wish, is actually everyone good. wishes they lasted longer. Just putting it out there. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it helps that Star Trek's fun, but it also it yeah, helps that you guys are so supportive. To be honest, uh, there's a lot of I know there's a lot of negative Nancys out there, as there would be for anything, but there's a lot of you who are extremely kind uh like the vast majority of you yes. are extremely yes. kind literally Don't let human bias no no it's like literally 95 to 98 percent of the, yeah. the, the the feedback we receive is like literally I'm, like there's some things people have sent us in emails that i won't repeat because they're very personal but yes. i will say that some of them literally make me almost cry. Like uh, some of the just know, cry. just know we read every single email. Yeah, we usually. read every email. So we and, get your messages, um, and we and and believe me, there have been some amazing emails and feedback from people that have made this all worth it. And yeah, the I mean, time and dedication we all put into this, it's. I'm, I'm kind um, of shocked that it. we have that effect yeah. at all to anyone anywhere. Yeah, so sweet. <laughs> no, every uh, so often I it, like I, I just do this like just because I think it's fun to blow my own mind every so often. <laughs> I go through our analytics and try to just calculate a total of something that, you know, has been tracked since the beginning of our channel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To just say like, this is how many days or accumulated accumulated years of listening time <laughs> that everyone you know like uh, you know that has been listened to or played back, and that's just on our channel. Crazy. That's not even including the 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 pod the podcast stats exactly. Like the audio and, podcast and stats. at this I mean, point, I'm like, holy crap! That's like it's a lot of freaking time that we've claimed from people's lives. And you know what? It takes, taken from them. it takes so much so to sorry. listen, yeah. Yeah, to I listen. I it takes, <laughs> I gotta say, it takes so much effort and I don't know to, because, because we to, do to edit listen. it quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. And I have to listen to my voice all week, yeah. every day. And I hate my voice. I just hate listening to my own. I hate fucking... my incredibly high, annoying voice and I have to listen to it all the time. 
And thank you for everyone who is so kind about my voice, but I'm very <laughs> self-conscious about it. And I have to fucking listen to it. I actually get a lot of the time. So, so inside baseball, they, they don't read. Everyone else doesn't read a lot of the emails. Marvin, you I, hate baseball, dude. <laughs> I don't hate yeah, baseball. Baseball. baseball, though. <laughs> yeah, dude. Make another reference, dude. Inside Street Fighter. Inside, ba- inside basketball. Yeah. Uh, inside uh, the sausage factory. How the sausage is made. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're, we're, I, we're I like, you know I like the inside the packed. sausage factory. Let's do that. Yeah. So yeah. inside the sausage factory. This is how uh, the sausage is packed. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I don't. I encourage everyone to not read the emails because I want it to be a surprise when we do email readouts. Um, but there's a lot of nice emails. One of some of which are Sarah. They do like your voice. Oh, so, thank you. You know, surprisingly, very little negative email, which is kind of shocking. Uh, yeah. But you know what, though, I appreciate those. Uh, yeah, you know, kind of. You, you took your too. time. Oh, I you have. Seen- you took your time. You took your time. <laughs> yeah. So out of your day to be like, I hate these. Guys. I've shared the negative emails in chat sometimes because they're shit. hilarious. Sometimes these well, well, they're actually shit, emails. Email then you know that they, that you've yeah. got them. Like <laughs> yeah. if it's just a comment or something on YouTube, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they just they wrote something as soon as they started hearing something play, and you know they may not have even seen the whole thing. Exactly. But also, look, even a comment. Here's the thing. Here's comment. the thing. Yeah. Because look, a comment is kind of like trolling. And trolling doesn't take too much effort. But if you wrote an email, dude, I know the type of hatred that you feel. And <laughs> I love it, dude. Whatever we're down for that. You're bringing, we're down we're, for that. Yeah, I live for that. I hate everything. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for that question in the go.h. Next, uh, Nora the Elk 3729 another channel member. Will you be watching DS9 next? I keep watching DS9 episodes and imagining how y'all would react. So we mm. are watching it next and we're actually watching everything in air order. So mid season six of TNG is when we're going to switch over to DS nine and probably going to alternate somewhat back and forth based on how they were airing. I'm actually not a hundred percent sure. I do know they did alternate. Um, so if you have any suggestions, comment below. Yeah. My reasoning for that is because episodes often used to interact. So mm. I think that would actually be the best way to do it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited we, to start DS9. You know, I, if you the D9, <laughs> yeah, yeah, D9. I mean, so if you listen to our other podcast that is out now, uh, would you stay tuned? We yes. went over Battlestar Galactica, and I have a feeling that some of our discussion, like in Battlestar Galactica, will kind of be the, some of the tone we have for DS9 to some degree. So, just saying, just saying. Oh, good. Did they like see Frack? Did they see Frack? Frack. Like, I'm going to say this right now. The big reason why I never gave DS9 a chance is because it was way uglier. It is. <gasps> but it, really? is, it is intentionally uglier. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, John, so because because we're preparing for the new season, uh, John Velas, who's the one who designs our YouTube animations, he always does an amazing job, by the way. If you guys looked at the- yeah, Shout out to John. If you look at the shout Would You Stay Tuned animation No shout outs. It's crazy good. John and Jasmine. You know what? Shout out to John yeah, yeah, yeah. and Jasmine. It's a good effort. Collectively. It's true. Jasmine does like like critique him. She has him. a lot of yeah. notes. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's just as all in. We love yeah. you, Jasmine. In fact, uh, for Star Wars, for Star Wars. Oh my god, for Star Trek, Ooh. she helped him a lot with the set because he doesn't know anything about Star Trek. Mm. But he'd mm-hmm. be like, design a thing, and be like, is that okay? And she'd be like, no, 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 <laughs> and point different things out. Uh, so that was really helpful. But he is currently designing the DS9 set and. It's funny because he thinks when I think of Star Trek TNG, I think of bright light and blue 
when I think of Deep Space Nine, I think of dark and brown. <laughs> yeah, it's dark and brown. And wow, I can't wait to start DS9. That seems like head prosthetics. It's going to be such a different vibe. It is an extremely different. And I can't, vibe. I can't. Like I'm having trouble imagining it. You to know, to the what point I mean? where uh, an original. So by by then, there has been a ton of TNG fans. The transition to Deep Space Nine was rough. People did not like it because mm. they wanted more TNG. And DS9 is not TNG. <laughs> it's like, bam, 90s. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a lot of D. Yeah. I was going to say this. Hot take. Uh, Adam Adama. Oh, what's his mm. name? Is it Adam Adama? Yeah. It's not Adama. Adama. Bill, Don't say Adama. William Adama. See, yeah. it's okay. I just want to clarify. I think why I kept <laughs> saying Adama, because I, I think I kept trying to say adamant. And oh, I think that's why. I think you just hate Adamant Adama. <laughs> you don't like kind of cool. And the same um, for Adamant uh, Adama. I, say, I kept saying Gaius instead of Gaius. Yeah. I think it's because my brain kept rhyming it with Dr. Zaius from The Simpsons. <laughs> All right. I'll take that. If you don't know what we're talking about, go check out Would You Stay Tuned? Battlestar yeah, Galactica. I'm still sorry, everyone. I'm still sorry. I'm take uh, uh, Admiral Adama is. Uh, or captain at, the, at that time uh, is a better captain than John Luke. Well, commander. He's a commander yeah, throughout yeah. most of the show. Yeah. I, the hierarchy you know, he's a, he's a better I'm, leader. He's a better leader. Even though I've only watched the pilot, I could be convinced of that. Yeah. yeah. I do think yeah. he, he, he feels like, cause he seems to be about as learned as Picard. Like he's also super into books. He's also super into I like, like his old school, way. old school stuff. He's yeah. like, he has like Picard charm, but he's like combined with Kirk. He's willing to beat people up, yeah, and then like do stuff and, then, and get get bloody. So uh, he might I, I be like that, the, the combo of Kirk with Picard. That might actually wonder, be what he is. He's yeah. like Craig technically. Picard. I could technically do a newbie Battlestar, even though I've seen it because even watching the pilot for that other podcast that we did. I know you insist insisted those Centurions were in there and they were not. Yeah, yeah, and, and also, 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 like, also, um. I for, I forgot her, like the, the twist at the end came and I was like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> you were like what's going on I've never seen this before and and I, I mean, yeah, like I'm times. in the same boat because I watched it a long time ago that, and I forgot that was everything. a Cylon the whole time <laughs> everything I forgot everything <laughs> dude I love Battlestar Galactica I will I'm I'm gonna watch it I I like I mean it a I lot. gotta admit Battlestar did have a really good broad hook which is uh, who's the Cylon yeah yeah right. well, that's a you great know, everyone broad loves hook. a good. Yeah. Who yeah. done it, right? It's exactly, yeah, exactly. It's exactly Everyone like loves heroes. the good who done it. Who's a cheerleader? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of, sort of. It had that sort of setup yeah, but where then it's like future big shows, overarching thing. Big, yeah. But then future shows started like doing mystery box style writing instead of, yeah. it, from what I understand, Battlestar knew from the beginning what they were going to do with it. But yeah. Anyway. Um, no. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> not, Nora, not exactly. Nora the yeah. Elk, thank you for your question. Uh, next. Patrick HS4GE. Is this is this code for Patrick Stewart that he that he emailed? Me? <laughs> Patrick. Oh, Patrick. Pat Stew. Sir Pat Sir Stew. Stewart. Yeah. But it's another channel member. Will y'all come to the Star Trek convention in March in San Francisco? I'm just gonna oh take it as a God, general yes. in person. To. Is that happening? I know I, I'm going to be there. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is, I actually put that in just to like sort of live feel it. Sir Patrick Stewart, is that you? <laughs> live feel it to everybody. Like, what do you guys think about? Oh my God, yes, conventions. Absolutely, and stuff? I would love to. 
God, uh, well, that's the me, way though. I th- actually my thought about <laughs> it is I would like to be invited to them rather than you know go, go yeah. out to them just because. Uh, so here's the thing. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe as maybe, an attendee, but if like if we're talking about like having some sort of a thing there, yeah, I would definitely want them to know. I'd want to go as an attendee. Um, I. I think for me, next year, maybe we'll, we're trying to see if we can maybe get invited to WinterCon um, or, or the following year. Oh, I think that would be great. It's, it's a song. Yeah, we were looking kind of into that, right? Yeah. Um, um, and or, or Comic-Con, because, I, I, you know, it's not too hard to, to if you, yeah. you know, if you have the right thing to, to, well, to push. If the studios keep skipping San Diego, yeah. it might even <laughs> yeah. be even easier. <laughs> And uh, I mean, and I would say Comic Con looks like it could slowly start going the way of E3 in the sense that uh, everyone big is just skipping it. Yeah, so. might be. Um, and also, I'll say this: I probably wouldn't go to a convent- convention in San Francisco because I Why? hate San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco is yeah. beautiful. I love San Francisco. San Francisco. It's so beautiful. Not a fan, dude. Not a fan. You don't, you don't really? like Rice The San Francisco treat? It is not the San Francisco treat. Why do you, you hate? Like I gotta know. What's, what's your worst? <laughs> the San Francisco punishment. Is it the weather? <laughs> <laughs> the people? Uh, no. Do you hate the Bart? I, I yeah, I hate the Bart. <laughs> yeah, because it's named Bart. Full House. You uh, hate two, Full House. Two, I, I fuck everybody in Full House. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> Everything, no matter where you're walking, you're walking uphill. Oh, <laughs> you turn, yeah. You turn left I was going to say like, the walking, you're like, yeah. You're like, I, I would like just that. go that. uphill. I would just go yeah. uphill. I'm going to turn left here. You turn left, uphill. Yeah. Well, well, not at go all. this way, uh, uphill. <laughs> well, you, you get your steps never, in. You get you're never walking in. downhill. No matter. No, yeah. It's like a geological oddity, dude. Never <laughs> walking so downhill. That is so true. That is so true. That is so true. When they have that joke of, I used to walk up, I used to walk uphill both ways to school and back home. That mm-hmm. kind of can happen applies, in San Francisco, yeah. depending on the route you take. <laughs> yeah, Marvin and I did a walking tour in San Fran, and I felt like I was going to pass out at the end of it. We were. I felt good at the end. Fun. I felt like I was like getting real steps in like, oh versus goodness. like fake steps. We're going you know? uphill again. Uh, uh, Define fake steps. <laughs> Where you just kind of just walking around. Flat, not really. But those are what steps are. Like. <laughs> if you're taking a step, it's a step. Okay. Oh, if yeah. if oh, out of all the places friend, out of all That's the places beautiful. I visited, I would never go back there again ever. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Shots fired just because of yeah. a pill. Wow! Okay. Yeah, and you I just didn't drive, like the vibe. Though. I didn't like the vibe. Well, I love uh, San Francisco, everybody. Yeah, I, I do not too. me, dude. I mean, like it's and love is a strong word, but I do really honest, like the city. Yeah. To be honest, here's my number one thing. I didn't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I'll say mm-hmm. it. I'm going to be honest. The stupid San Francisco Giants, dude. Oh. I would rather. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Oh, it comes down to baseball. Scott, Scott's yeah. also a huge San Fran, a friend of the podcast here. Yeah. You guys which is know. why and the is Ricardo will never yep. fully accept Scott. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's a huge San Fran guy. Look, I always get look, him something special Scott's when nice I go. Guy. <laughs> Scott's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy. Professionally. We're done. <laughs> Professionally, you never started. Oh, yeah. Scott. We're Scott's going to listen to this and be like sad. <laughs> Scott knows why. Scott knows why. Yeah, Scott knows why. Yeah. He feels similarly Worried. to Ricardo. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, if I could meet Jonathan Frakes or any anybody on TNG, I mean, I, I don't know. I would feel so honored. That's, that's so cool. I don't know. It'd be cool. That'd be cool. Love to. Or Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh my gosh. All right. If you're a con goer with ideas, feel free to say something. Yeah, let yeah. us know. Let us know. We what you think. this is actually ground that is very not treaded yeah. at all. We don't. We barely have thought about it at all. So if we, we don't get in, really if know. we ever got invited to the one in San Francisco, I would just zoom in. 
I would go. I'd be like, sorry. I'll zoom <laughs> Let's in. Let's get a Zoom. You wouldn't even Zoom. You would pre-record a message. You would be yeah. like, hey, everybody. Pre-record a message and then we respond While you're lying on your couch. live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the e- uh, email. Yeah, let thanks us for the know question, Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Sir Patrick. Uh, next. Our first question from not a channel member. Uh, one, Mr. Pooney. <laughs> Mr. Pooney? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pooney, huh? If you were asked to write... A funny 18 plus Star Trek show. What would that look like? I feel like Mm. from what I've seen of lower decks, that kind of already is what I would do where it is like very much like, you know, adult humor, but they are taking Star Trek lore very, very, very seriously. And it all Mm. ties in together. Okay. Um, That approach like. Yeah, I agree with that approach. If that's what Lower Decks is doing, then I'm fine with that. Lower Decks is like the fan service show. It's like everything mm-hmm. you wondered, like, why didn't, what happened with that? Why didn't they resolve that? What's going, okay, people, when we, when we all said we we're going to, ha- we hated Darmok, except me, because I like Darmok. But when everyone else said they didn't like Darmok, everyone kept I saying, didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I know, I know. To the fucking hype. <laughs> uh, everyone, um, uh, everyone I kept saying, it. I hated it. <laughs> everyone kept saying, you need to watch the Lower Decks episode. About the Tamarians, because they were like, oh, it's it's actually really good. It addresses some of the issues you have with Darmok. Uh, so it seems like whoever writes and runs uh, Lower Decks seems to be on a similar wavelength, at least the way we're thinking. So, Well, they seem to revisit a lot of TNG stuff, or I've heard on multiple occasions now that like a TNG plot point has come up again in Lower Decks specifically. Yeah, it also stars... Um, What's that dude from The Boys? The guy who plays Huey. Huey? Yeah, oh, Huey. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah, Huey Huey from The Boys. Uh, uh, Huey from The Boys. Jack I Quaid. Mean, like, yeah. Yeah. Dennis Quaid's son, Jack Quaid. Uh, I like him as an actor. He's actually really, really good. He's, I think he's, like only a month or two ago, we heard about like, um, what's his name? LaCorna, LaPerla, whoever it is. The, the <laughs> pilot, pilot school guy. Who, yeah. Like he appeared again in yes. Lower Decks as well. Yes. So La Perla shows up again. So Yeah, that's his name. Don't I, mean, I would probably <laughs> I would probably write something that's a little bit more realistic and representative of living somewhere full time and also working full time around the same group of people. Like Oh my mixing, God, you love DS9. <laughs> mixing, you're, just, you're just writing like, DS9. <laughs> well then okay. I'm excited. Like mixing personal and professional because it's like this is every they single live, thing. <laughs> they live on the enterprise and they work there full time. But like I feel like in TNG we only see the work side of it we never see yes. the more personal side of it as much i mean sometimes it's, you get glimpses it's very of rare it. yeah. like i kind of like the episode oh my god remember when that, day? no 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 there was the one with jonathan frakes and she was like asking him like how big's your penis and the outcast was it that one yeah, but that was all work related. They didn't really. No, like, but I like that she was like having conversations that weren't related to work. She kept interrupting oh, the I, work. I, I guess so. Just yeah, like yeah. even though it was about like how how does your sexual organs work? Yeah. It was like at least it felt like more natural because it's like they're working doing this repair on whatever shuttlecraft or whatever. And they're just like asking questions around like, you know, just having chit chat like normal people would, I guess. Hmm. Not necessarily the topics that they're talking about because she was just like, how do you reproduce? But (laughs) it just felt more natural. And that was such a rare side of TNG that 
we never get. So I would, I would write, I would probably write or do something similar to that world. Well, you so. would have written DS nine. <laughs> I would do, I would do two different ones to, if I could, like a movie. One would oh, okay. be. Have you guys seen exact? Have you seen Swingers? The movie yeah. Swingers from mm-hmm. like the nineties. Long, long. You time want ago. you want Star Trek Swingers? Yeah, I want Star Trek Swingers. <laughs> We're just one dude. <laughs> That it, nice. He's just pining over a girl, and like it's just, it's imagine so like it's a nothing, so type. sci-fi is just a setting, yeah, and yeah. a different type of story, yeah. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. think okay. about it. Just it, like imagine that. like spaceships in the background, and then he's like, this dude's like, so do I wait three days and then call her? He's like, no, 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 no you wait two days and then call her. <laughs> I like he's that. Like, that's I fun. Like, yeah, he's yeah. like, but can I can I teleport there? He's like, oh, that you never want to teleport there. No, that's being too forward. Yeah. You have that's to like, too, yeah, yeah. If you show up in a shuttle, that's classier. Yeah. Than if you teleport there, yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine the swingers doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna write it, and then another one would be uh, like a Terrence Malick movie mm. in the oh. Star Trek universe. Wow, like, I just thought like of- a lot of voiceover, a lot of voiceover, and a lot of like po- a lot poetic of fields. Of, okay, that's of, very different. Yeah, Two yeah. very different. Yeah. Vibes. A lot of ta- lot of time spent on on Chateau Picard going yeah. through. The oh my fields. god! You know what I would like to a like criminal underbelly. World I was just about to say of like Star Trek, <laughs> like a like a mobster. Like, I was, th- I was like, thinking, what's the, what's the oh, bad yeah, side? That. Give me seedy. Give me I was like, like yeah. horrible. Like, I was thinking like, what criminal. if it, it was like the Godfather, but Star yeah. Trek yeah. or, yeah. or it was like, um, I love that. like heat it's heat, but it's oh, yeah. Yeah. heat is Star Trek, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that'd you be kind of sick. Riker, you have Riker going, you don't ever get attached to anything. You can't walk away from American it. gangster as Star Trek, you know? <laughs> Like it's the rise, it's a rise yeah. of one criminal figure in Star yeah. Trek, yeah, or like a yeah, like a Breaking Bad Walter White of like Star Trek. <laughs> That'd be kind of neat, yeah, to, yeah, to follow someone who's evil for what. Like, is yeah. there is, also are there also, canonical like are there canonical uh, races or planets that are considered like unsuitable? Well, aside from the known like Cardassians or whoever, like who are outside of the Federation, bastards. Like, uh, are there a bunch of them that? You know, can't be considered for membership because they're just too violent or just yeah. too seedy or just yeah. Too that's what I want to hear. Currently, in our form of TNG, it's the Ferengi. Oh, uh, that's ugh. that's they're not vanilla. cool. They're not that's cool, not, dude. Yeah, but, but, you, but you also yeah, mentioned yeah. the Cardassians, the Car- and yeah. the Romulans are not part of the Federation either. I want, yeah. I want like a like a planet where they show up and there's like a bunch of cockfights. There's cockfights yeah, going on. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then like Riker's like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Okay. Dude? Like I'm thinking, I'm just trying to uh, like come up with a scenario or setting in which we have like an array of non-affiliated or non-Federation regulated space that yeah. you know can be just a setting for crime. neutral zone. Okay, I guess yeah, oh, we'll be a neutral zone. Let's yeah. do it then. Yeah, oh, yeah the so it would be like the neutral show, zone. Star Trek, the neutral zone. Oh, there you yes. go. That would be a then great. Then you send in like your operatives into the neutral zone because technically you're not supposed to be there. Oh, yeah. They're under- Are we writing the new, the new <laughs> Star Trek series that's never been done? Star Trek, the neutral zone? Bam. That sounds fun, actually. Bam. It's like people, people who have Don't to live on the idea. I mean, I mean, both my both my movies could take place in that neutral zone. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. One episode could just be about this dude. Yeah. And then later in the season, you find out that he's really important, and that he's yeah, he's, yeah, he's slacking yeah, off because yeah. he's thinking about this girl. Or, or you like you know, there's different parts of the neutral zone, right? So people live on the fringes, you know, yeah. on the edges of the neutral zone, but some are deep in, you know. Can you interact with the other zone? You know, like it'd be cool if like you could like get out of the neutral zone. Well, yeah, it's, it's just know, it's like, just like the ocean essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that in like intergalactic it. waters you can have hollow monkey knife fights? Oh yeah, that's 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 the op- that's in the title sequence of <laughs> Star <Yeah>. Trek: <laughs> The Neutral Zone. They're wearing space helmets too. 
So yeah. <laughs> that's how you know. Yeah, that's how you yeah. know they're in space. I love it. We're gonna <laughs> don't steal our idea, anybody. Or steal it. I don't care. Star Trek, <laughs> the neutral zone. All right. Thank you very, very much, Patrick. Or Mr. Pooney. Mr. Pooney for that. Come on, dude. Uh, right. Mr. Poon. Thank you. Uh next one is from Josiah Tillett9942. To the gang, with the slight emphasis on Ricardo, I recently visited Mexico for the first time and was exposed to the majesty of Tahin. I'd love to try it back at home. Can you please tell me your favorite applications for Tahin when you're eating or snacking? Yeah. Any fruit, my man. And most vegetables. So, okay. So, here's the power rankings. (laughs) Nice. Watermelon is the best with Tahin. Oh, Sarah just showed me a video of someone eating watermelon Tahin. I think I I sent you guys. Oh, you sent it. Oh, you sent it. Oh, you sent it. Oh, it was like a YouTuber, like a streamer, like a streamer trying. He was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, the best thing is it was a Korean boy. It was just a Korean teen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... On water, on watermelon with a little bit of lemon, and because mm. uh, it, it it combines the citrus with add the a little lemon. Okay. Uh, on apples, on cucumbers, it's deli- cucumbers with lemon and tahini, delicious. Cucumbers with tahini do sound like that would be really because yeah. I don't really it's like cucumbers that, mu- that much. Like a, but I think with tahini in the it would summer, be good. yeah, yeah, it's 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 hot up there. You want to take a little snack? You put a little right. tahini, a little lemon, a little fucking uh, a little get yourself some toothpicks. You're fancy, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, really, you could put it on food. I've seen people put it on corn. So they do mm. like Mexican oh, street yeah. corn, and then they put tahini on top. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you put the mayo yeah. with the, with the yeah. tahini on it. Yes, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, it's you can have and it when... as in your margaritas. Like the- oh, yeah, you yeah. rim your margaritas yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I also yeah. rim, uh, I rim my, oh, that sounds dirty. Um, <laughs> I rim my, uh, my um beer like if i have like a like a nice citrusy like mexican beer yeah i'll rim my glass and that and yeah. it just it's like yes. it's almost like like so putting good. like a salt on a blue moon with a grown tahini actually works pretty well yeah how I mean, like, when I mean, like, should chamoy be deployed uh, I, I guess if you want like a like a mixed drink you could probably do it like you could line the cup with i have chamoy. very little experience with chamoy yeah it's so. it's fine it's fine but but just i mean the, the purity of the tahini, dude. <laughs> well, chamoy doesn't go bad with fruit yeah. either. You know what's oh, really good? Oh, delicious, it, yeah. You want a like, delicious, refreshing, like, eh, you could do it in, in, in the winter, too, um, is like a nice tequila mm-hmm. and oranges with tahini. Oh, yes. Mm. Tequila, oranges, and tahini. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. And I like, like have some salt handy. Yeah. yeah. And you don't, if you have really good tequila, you don't need to do the whole like lemon or, or orange thing. No, it's it's more like a snack that goes well. Yeah. 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 Oh, that sounds so good. All right. Well, thank you for the tip. I love Ricardo. oranges and tahini and oranges and salt. That's like a big. Oh, you love your oranges and salt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oranges and salt. That's my oof. Yum. Well, thank you. Thank you for the question, Josiah. Uh, next one, just a really quick one. This is more of one. I just want to clarify something. Uh, it's from Shy Town one 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 one. Mister Shy Town, yeah, Mister Shy Town, Mister Shy City, yeah, yeah Shy City. City, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's Damn. common, essentially. Uh, <laughs> uh, really like the <laughs> really like the YouTube shorts overlaid with the original clip. Would you ever consider a longer format video going through the whole episode? So the answer is pretty much always going to be no. There's a few reasons for that. We've had One, to answer this question several times. Yeah, but I just want to like clarify yeah, yeah. it in a, in a sad format. So the main reason, the biggest reason, is that YouTube will destroy us. <laughs> it's back in the day when we were a smaller channel, not only did our shorts get flagged a lot, they got flagged manually, which means 
there was a CBS lawyer sitting at a desk somewhere or manually PA. or PA or someone or in, the, in the legal department going through our channel and manually flagging these shorts one by one. Now, happily, YouTube has changed their shorts policy to allow basically this type of stuff to go through because it's, it's, it is transformative. We're doing uh, reviews on it, essentially, or commentary or having some right. sort of parody with it. Uh, but that doesn't prevent people from flagging it. But YouTube has decided to not allow flagging of shorts that way anymore. It's been great for us. But that is always possible for the full length videos. And in fact, some of our videos randomly get flagged for Star Trek clips for random things. Here's the weirdest one. So do you, does everyone remember the episode? For feet stuff? Feet stuff, huh? <laughs> Mm. It makes remember, sense. Do you remember Symbiosis, the one where Tasha Yar gives Wesley the drug use PSA lecture? Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah. "Drugs are fake. People feel good." Wesley, yeah, he's like, "You don't want any of this, dude. So, this is the best drug. In, <laughs> it's the cheapest drug there is." <laughs> so that shit got flagged, and it didn't get flagged by CBS this time. It got flagged by a musician who sampled that clip in their song. yeah that's probably the worst like side effect of all of this crap it's because as soon as you sample something like that also has the you have somehow copyrighted it it's crazy uh by youtube insane yeah so uh, i you know i disputed it after 30 days it was dropped it was fine but it did affect the channel for a bit so this is why we don't do that the other thing is also it would take us so long (laughs) To Boy, cover all of the, cl- like, I think there's an old community post. You can go back and see how much editing we really do for the podcast. It's actually it's a lot, a lot. And to do video on top of that, you would not get episodes for months and at a time. It, it, we it would could just, not work fast enough. It, it would just take so long. Uh, so that's the other reason. But the biggest reason. We all have reason, day jobs. <laughs> but the <laughs> biggest reason, things. honestly, is because of the copyright issue. Because we don't know how YouTube's copyright policy will change over time. We just don't want to fuck with it. We We had clips in older episodes. I stopped pulling them partially because it sort of ruined the flow of the podcast, I think, whenever we stopped to listen to something. But I think also it sort of kind of was pushing up against, hey, are you taking – because CBS in particular is very litigious. So they they will – If enough people talk – you know, sent letters into a certain company, (laughs) which that shall be unnamed. (laughs) And they said – the, the, you guys should give them a show. Maybe maybe they would give them a show. <laughs> who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? But in the meantime, we are very much at the mercy of the YouTube copyright system, so we just can't do it. I but mean, we appreciate again, the again, sentiment. Again, if, we, if a certain company hired us, then we would have their blessings. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Their, their clips. A certain company. But also, I'm glad you like the shorts. Uh, we do put yeah. a lot of effort into those. And, uh, Definitely. They're fun. So I'm, I'm glad you like those. All right. Thank you. And our last question. Let's call this the last question. Click it's from ticket. <laughs> it's from Jay Swizzlestick. Swizzlestick. Uh, <laughs> Mr. F- Mr. Swizzlestick. Yeah. It's Swizzy. Swizz beats. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got no money in the bank. It's true. Uh, what did you, all of you expect from an enjoyment engagement level from Star Trek going into this? How is it different from how it's turning out? Oh, also thoughts on Pudechige. Had it for the first time a week or so ago, and it was a culinary trip to say the least. Uh, I'll just I'll just clear up the pudejige thing. I think I love I I really like pudejige that is Korean army stew, but I actually rank it pretty low on the scale of jjigae, which jjigae is just a Korean word for stew, and that's because 
Pudejige, depending on what ingredients you made it with, is wildly varied, whereas other jjigae are more consistent. Like my favorite jjigae is tengjang jjigae, which is basically like soybean paste jjigae. And that's almost always the same, and it's great. And then kimchi jjigae does is great, but it also depends on the kimchi you're using, and kimchi varies wildly. And pudejige was invented during the Korean War, back when they just made stews out of whatever the U.S. Army gave them. And that's why it's almost anything. You could put like spam and potatoes and random veggies in there. and Like a mulligan stew. Yeah, it's essentially the Korean mulligan stew. Uh, so pudejige is good, but every restaurant is going to have a completely different restaurant. Some people put ramen in it. Some people put egg and cheese in it, corn, green beans. It's random. So uh, it really depends on where you get it. And even what the restaurant's doing that day. Because a lot of the times, pudejige is a res- Korean restaurant's way of getting rid of ingredients that'll go bad. So they'll make pudejige out of it. But. Okay, remind us, what was the actual question again? The actual yeah, question, the question was, what did all of you expect from an enjoyment engagement level from Star Trek going into this? How is it different from how it's turning out? Hmm. Um, what, was the, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> How did all of you expect what okay what? what did all of you expect from an enjoyment engagement level from Star Trek going into this? Oh. How is it different from how it's turning out? As stated earlier, I was not looking forward <laughs> to doing this podcast. <laughs> you were uh, not excited. Yeah, I was not excited at all. Uh it, it it's fun. It's fun and like now doing it, like it's I, I do look forward to it. I don't look forward to recording sometimes just because it feels like Sometimes, like I'm like I gotta tie myself up. I'm like hey, we gotta got do this. We gotta do this. And then once, it's, once it's <laughs> two minutes in, two minutes in, you're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, mean, I have I'm the same. I I always in. get like the cold feet going yeah. into recording. I'm always like, <sighs> okay, I gotta get ready to recording. I think like I think I always have to like rub it off. I think it helps that we all just talk like we normally would with that. When we turn the recording off, everybody, we continue talking like this. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really stop. So uh, it's this is literally. I know a lot of people say, "No, this is really how we are." It's like it kind of is. We just talk about spicier stuff. No, for sure. Things off. <laughs> like yeah. stuff. We just talk about <laughs> personal and spicy stuff. Yeah. Offline. Uh, uh, I mean, for me, I I came into it thinking um, that it was probably going to be pretty dry. I wasn't sure what to expect that I would get the hype, but not that I wouldn't understand <laughs> the hype um, as much, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it has far exceeded my expectations for <laughs> sure. I, I love it. And I totally understand why it's such a favorite show of everybody of so many people. I have a quick why, question for both yeah. of you, the two newbies. Mm-hmm. Did you expect there to be this much sex in TNG? No, definitely not for me. <laughs> no, I, 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 I mean, there's not enough. If I have a- no, there's not enough. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of people yeah. think TNG is like, like Sarah was j- saying, like dry and like kind of just diplomacy and laser guns. Well, I think I had yeah. that. I had that feeling you because it was like dry. <laughs> it was like a, a, a parent thing, right? Like you think everything your parents watch is like super sanitized, and you know, right, I'm right. looking at this from like a little kid looking at their parents, like, oh, my dad doesn't, you know, my parents don't watch things with sex in them. Like that's weird. Now you imagine know? your dad yeah. watching the perfect. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I'm good. Pass. We will not be watching that episode. Or watching uh, Justice, the Sex Planet episode. Yeah. Say, <laughs> everyone who it. watched now The Perfect it. Mate fell for Famke, okay? It's Every true. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. true. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I get it. I get it. I totally get it now. 
and I'm happy to be on this journey. And even though it's late, I'm we're far, we're decades past the bandwagon here, but it's nice to <laughs> it's nice to join in and get it for sure. So you can join in, dude. I can't join in. We, we're I'm just kind of we're we're in the outskirts of it. <laughs> we, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. If we're, we are we are, we'll never be in that wagon. <laughs> yeah, we have that's to construct true. our own wagon. Yeah, and that and wagon has has left the train. Yeah, for cons- my part, I don't know what I expect. Like, I didn't think it would get this big when we started it. So that's cool. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's like we just started really this true. off as a hobby, and we thought, like, well, maybe. We would never know, you yeah. know, you, you, you kind of hope, but you never know. But yeah, so far, um, people have started to find us and yeah. they're actually liking what they hear. So yeah, pe- thank you guys. It's very, very nice. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate you being here and listening to us. People want us to do a uh, OnlyFans version where we, where we rate, uh, <laughs> uh, adult theme movies that are Star Trek themed as well. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Oh. I mean, Sounds good to no me. wait. Th- th- I think I saw at least one comment that said there is a adult film that is a parody <laughs> of Star Trek. However, it was the pet project of a really obsessed fan who just wanted to make his script. <laughs> And so the porn parts oh were extraneous. God. He had to add them in, uh, we, essentially, yeah, check this down. to make check this. this down. And so there's a version out there that removes yeah. the sex. We need to watch this. Okay. I forgot. Who, I forgot. It was. Uh, it's on one of our wow. community posts. It's in the comments somewhere. Well, it's like, it it's like if Melvar had to make uh, a <laughs> fucking Star Trek. Yeah, it's episode. like so some guy, you know, got a porn production company to produce his fan film, basically. Uh, uh, Dan, I, I love this. We need to watch it Dan, immediately. Uh, I, I want to see Tasha's in yeah, it. Apparently, I see a, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, we were on, we were recording something. I forgot what we were recording, mm. and then you guys lost power. Yeah, oh, right, right, yes, and the power yes. went and out. Yeah. It was just Dan and I just sitting here, and then I started reading all the titles. I went on Pornhub, <laughs> yeah. and I started reading all the titles of the, of the Star Trek. Oh, <laughs> we missed and that. They were some it. good ones. We, uh, we on one of them, I forgot which one it was, but we laughed like a good. Like a solid minute of like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't oh get back to my it. gosh! Oh, we wow. should do an episode where we read yeah. different titles and yeah. watch. They're, they're too spicy reacts. sometimes for for YouTube. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> no, YouTube, everything out. YouTube after the first minute, we can get spicy. We can get spicy. Yeah, uh, nice. Yeah, I would say the biggest thing that uh, was unexpected. Because uh, I, I felt like we'd eventually have a good time. It's Star Trek. It's, to me, it's hard to not have a good time with Star Trek, depending on what you do. Uh, I was not expecting uh, the fans. There's a lot. <laughs> the listeners yeah. and, and everybody's so nice. And, and we talked about this before. Everyone's so, so kind. And yeah. I, no, I love that. The support and the kindness everyone has showed us. Yeah, I feel like I really fun. started to yeah. feel like an influx of like um, fans and interaction and like actual feedback from listeners and viewers once we got stuff like uploaded onto YouTube, like a lot of it. Because we could and, finally see comments and we're like, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, wow. And then that became a little easier to be like, oh, wow, like people are actually reacting to this stuff regularly. Like people are discovering it all the time and they're, you know, get just getting started listening to us now. And that's kind of crazy to think about when we've been doing it for so long already. Yeah. Yeah. It's been three um, years of this, man. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it has been. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, FugitiveFrames.com, all that stuff. But yeah, we'll be back in the new year. If you want, I, I got to mention, if you want to listen to some more of our podcasts, we started a new one. 
recently. Yes, yes. That we did. We, we started a new podcast called Would You Stay Tuned, which is a podcast where we watch the pilot episode of some of your favorite shows, maybe not favorite shows, unknown shows. Something and that you hate, probably. Something you might hate. <laughs> And people really we, were not jazzed about our Scott Pilgrim one. <laughs> really? Wow. And we discuss, would we stay tuned based off of that pilot episode? And it's it's really brought some really fun discussion. And we step outside of the world of Star Trek. So if you are interested yeah. in that, check out that channel. Would you stay tuned on YouTube and where we get podcasts too? It's been really fun recording that. Yeah. And work. we'll we'll be uh, updating, would you stay tuned? Like sporadically when we can yeah. uh, it's not going to be as often as newbie star trek i know a lot of people were also concerned is newbie star trek going to be pausing for which oh, stay no. tuned no yeah we're, we're keeping no. up newbie star trek we're, for sure like, um, to be fair that is exactly how it looked <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fault yeah. anyone for asking that question to us because that's yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. how it felt Look, exactly. we wanted to exactly. give you some nice long content for all the plane rides and car trips you're going to be on this holiday season yeah and we knew we couldn't record more star trek in the middle of december because we had uh, just a lot yeah. of obligations right now but yeah i hope you guys like it uh if you also, don't also also cool also guys for, the, for like the three people that want to know uh <laughs> the romulan weed delicious oh yeah, there's, there's a strain called romulan and really it's, yeah it's good stuff guys uh, cool. if you're if you happen to be in california or the west the Coast, romulan so. weed wow. california weed yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's a California weed. Paul, <laughs> Paul Can we get any more stereotypical to add to the list? <laughs> we're podcasters it's true. in California that work in the industry that, you know. And Ricardo's know, wearing a baseball cap. Smoke weed. Like, I feel like the only bullet we dodged is that none of us are everywhere. <laughs> that's true. That's the that's, only the only one that we haven't checked is that none of us are Caucasian. That's a. It's true. Yeah. We are actually. Yeah. Oh yeah! Just to clarify for everyone who doesn't know, I'm Korean. Dan is Korean. Cardo's Mexican. Sarah's Trinidadian. None of us are white. Well, people in Mexico <laughs> would be insulted. I'm, I'm Mexican American. Uh, okay, not, you're, Mex- yeah, you're Mexican. You're Mexican American. I am Korean American. Yes. Yeah. In Korea, I was not accepted. <laughs> I see, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That. That's what I'm saying. That. Yeah. And I, I dare not step foot in that territory. For you fear were born of being in Los Angeles. Yes, were you yes. not, Marvin? Yes, I was. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I'm I was Amer- not. I was born in Canada. <laughs> it's so true. Sarah's actually yeah. not. Sarah's the most foreign yeah. out of all of us. Actually, That's true. <laughs> Sarah is. I'm fucking in, Canadian. In, in, in the power rankings of the world, she's lower than us. Uh, <laughs> Yes, that's true. In the safety rankings, she's much higher. She's like, well, she's like a Volvo. Depends, you know, power <laughs> rankings are low. Safety ratings really high. Yeah. We're like a cyber truck. Power ranking really high. Safety very low. So <laughs> lesbians love her. <laughs> lesbians <laughs> love Sarah. Uh, they do. That they do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're all non-white on the podcast. So just to clear up any... Hopefully, you know, our cartoon versions for, on YouTube make for that clear. Racism to us. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fairly clear. And like, yeah, I don't think it's actually been a mis- misinterpretation for a little bit, except on shorts, maybe. Sometimes yeah. it's like, wow, these people are really racist. Look at these white like, people oh. talking. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> white people. Where? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I, I, I would say this. I like to party. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, this has been Newbie Star Trek, last episode of 2023. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for such a or good not. year. Yeah, we'll see you more, in 2024. More in 2024. 
And Bye. I hope everyone has a good new year. Yeah. Have a happy new year, everyone. Goodbye. No, everyone. I, I don't want to. See that. you next year, everybody. We'll have catch okay. you in the next year. <laughs> Bye. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> made an appearance. <laughs> common. I mean, uh, yes, it would be all along. I've been Santa this whole time. <laughs> Classic common. You saw right through my impression, Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying really hard to laugh like Santa there, but you you saw through my disguise. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch, Ricardo. Come on, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, I'll get that John Wick someday. <laughs> yeah.